Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Homer, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma. This is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fan. We up in this thing. Shout out to the great Saint Thank Tank. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Appreciate y'all being in this live. Much love to the fam. Please feel free first to hit the subscribe button if you aren't a subscriber. Please feel free to hit the like button. And also, please feel free to share the show. On your social media feed, we up in this thing. Shout out to the family. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all for being here. And uh, we're going to just recap some of the stuff that happened with the black and gold today as one of the final pieces of the Saints puzzle in terms of contracts uh, was ironed out with Andrews. Pete, no releasing. They're going to hold on to Andrews and they reworked his contract and the Saints. And I'm going to give you the latest cap figure with the Saints. And we're going to kind of go all over the latest news. So thank you, family, for being with me on this one. Shout out to all the family members. No Lagoon, the third, Tori Shepard Sr., OG Jerry, Paul, Big Ant, Mont Dog, Aiken, Joel. Shout out to you, Kevin McKnight. Good to see you. Tramal in the building as well. Uh, DB, Tano, uh, Mont Dog, 
who else we got chiming in? Jeremy, shout out to you. Millie Too Ill, shout out to you as well. Uh, Eric Howard, shout out to you, my brother. Appreciate you. Tyree, who that to your fam? Appreciate you. Jesse and the fam, appreciate everybody for being up in the stream. Much love to the fam. All right, so let's get right on into it, fam. Saints reworked Andrews Pete's contract and they freed up even more money. Contract was the last hurdle for the Saints to hit, you know, with the Cal. They, they touched everybody's contract, everybody that they possibly could to rework, and the Saints got it done. And it was positive, man. It was positive. <laughs> Shout out to Derome, man. <laughs> Derome, what you talking about, bro? One of the last big question marks for the Saints been answered according to over the cap. Pete agreed on the revised contract. This was reported on by several people, including Nick Underhill, that the Saints reworked Pete's salary uh, from $18.3 million to $8.8 million. So the Saints roughly saved, uh, you know, about $10 million on his contract, according to the latest numbers. And that was probably like the, la- the one of the latest or last shoes to drop. Hendy and Newton, shout out to you, fam. Appreciate the trap stuff. Big ups to you. Uh, you know, for the Saints to do, and they did that, man. So that was a positive move as well. And the Saints are dealing with continuity on the offensive line. No real changes, man, that uh, we could speak of that the Saints have done. I mean, they touched every contract, any everyone that they possibly could do to work that money down. And they've accomplished several really positive things in free agency. And they've got going, they've gotten active, and you got to give them credit for that because that's the best motion that we can have. When you have a, a very disappointing end to a season where it's supposed to be playoff aspirations, the Saints then respond in kind and get real busy prior to free agency. And then during free agency in the first wing, they just didn't sit idly by. Like last year, they actually jumped in and addressed needs right away and got people that they felt they need to improve the team. And I give them a big thumbs up for the energy that they're operating with thus far so a lot of who that's out there unless they really saw in the belly they got to appreciate the movements that they're doing to big ups and improve the offensive line and add skilled players to the offense and and trying to do some things through free agency with the defense so so all of the regular players are in place that locks in the saints five and you know and then keeps james hurst as the swing guy uh for the saints in case of injury so let's move on to the Next deal is the Saints and, well, actually, I guess I can talk about the Blake Gilligan situation as well. Let's start with that. As the Saints, this reported on happened not too long ago, the Saints re-signed punter Blake Gilligan, which was a big positive getting Blake Gilligan in here. He was a special commodity for the Saints. And when um, it was it was a seamless transition from Tommy Morstead to Blake Gilligan, and Blake Gilligan has done a hell of a job punting the ball for the Saints. He set up. A lot of really positive plays, pinning people back, the opposing defenses, uh, offenses back rather, inside their own 10, inside their own five at times. And the Saints awarded them the day. They gave him a, they re-signed Blake Gilligan, another undrafted guy, another success story for the New Orleans Saints, six foot two, almost 200 pounds, was a 2020 NFL uh, you know, he was a undrafted guy that they got from Penn State, 34 games with the black and gold, punted 160 times for over 7,500 yards, averaging 47-yard gross punt average, a net of 40, almost 42 yards with 61 punts inside of the 20-yard line, ranks fourth in the NFL over the last two seasons. So this was a guy, shout out to Phil Galliano, the assistant uh, coach, the assistant special teams coach, when they got Blake Gilligan from Penn State, it was Phil Galliano who said, man, let's look at this guy. And boy, what a blessing Blake Gilligan has been to the New Orleans Saints special teams. We just need to get Will Lutz 
uh, in uh, back to clutch Lutz and we need to work on our blocking and we'll be in there. We'll be in there as well. So good moves. All right. So let's move on to the next one here. Former Charger lineman uh, opts to leave L.A. signs with the Saints of free agency and the Saints continue to add. Uh, some people to the team. Chargers fans say goodbye to another veteran as the Saints add depth to the offensive line. This is all positive things that we talked about that the Saints needed to do. So after just two seasons with the Chargers, offensive lineman Storm Norton has found a new home. It's not with the Cowboys, but uh, he is actually with the Saints. He agreed on a one-year deal with the Saints. And, uh, and of course, he's been around the block a few times with different practice squads, but the Saints ultimately said, let's get this guy opportunity. He ended up, uh, he had an up and down career in the NFL, struggled to stay on multiple practice squads, but the Saints see him as an offensive guy they can bring in and see if he can do something. Despite being listed as a starter for 15 games, no, it was a healthy scratch for a large part of the season. Last year, his snap percentage went down significantly from 90% in 21 to just 10% in 2022. So he leaves there and is heading to uh, play for the Saints. And this guy has some skill, man. He has some skill, you know, and this is shows right Down here. The two warning, and this one. Nothing and looking for more. Austin Eckler. Now you can see on the play when, when uh, they're showing Storm uh, playing against Max Crabby right here. He's uh, number 74 right here doing a good job of blocking him. So the guy does have some talent. It'd be interesting to see just how all things work with him, but merely a, a reserve piece for the Saints. He played college football at the University of Toledo, led the team uh, to boost a twenty, uh, a top twenty offensive line in the nation in his junior year. Year Norton was also named first team All MAC and appointed part of the AP All Pro Bowl team. So All Pro, uh, All Bowl team. So not bad. Nothing really said about it, but this is a guy with some experience, man. And we could use all the help we can to improve our de- our offensive line. So shout out to and welcome to the team, Storm Storm Nor- Norton on a one year deal. And there we go. So Saints doing some moves, man. They got an uh, a, a offensive backup offensive lineman to kind of compete with the rest of those guys. Let's keep it rolling. Next news item. Saints Marcus May has charges dismissed. Now, there's still charges. These are the latter. Uh, Marcus May, who has, you know, shoulder has, you know, he's was dealing with some issues. The charges have been dropped following the September 2022 arrest in New Orleans due to insufficient evidence. Nick Underhill reported this and May's arrest stemmed from the accusations of aggravated assault with a firearm for which he won't face any legal ramifications. However, the NFL may weigh in in this decision if it's found that he violated the personal conduct policy prior to missing the last three games of last season due to a shoulder injury, May total 60 tackles, two pass defenses, one forced fumble in 10 appearances with the Saints. So this is the, like we said, the charge that happened to him in New Orleans. He still has to do a discipline for the DUI situation that he brought over from the Jets. So that is also discipline that might happen. And remember, if this writer was good to make mention of the fact that just because that charges, you know, um, that the case was dropped doesn't mean that the NFL will not hammer him or give him uh, some a day or so or whatever the discipline is for having uh, for being involved in such an issue. Because this happened with David Onyemata when the charges was dropping and the NFL still get leveled. Uh, a fine or uh, or I think it was what was it fam remind me it was a, wasn't in the game that they took from David on your, on your model maybe two days 
or something, two games or something like that for what he did with the weed. He didn't even smoke it. They made him, you know, he went through a whole little course in the league, still levied uh, discipline upon him. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that stuff like that can follow. We just have to keep an eye out. So that's at least one thing you don't have to worry about as much because that would have been a stinker if that was to happen. All right. All right. So let's keep it moving, family, as well as we're going to talk about this from the wire uh, updated Saints team needs after the first big wave here. And you see some of the things shout out to Sigler uh, that he's speaking about. And he talks about some of the moves the Saints have made, the Derek Carr move and stuff like that, the defensive end. What are other needs left? And we talked about this on the show yesterday as the Saints move through uh, free agency. And what's the next few moves? Now, we talked about the Saints cutting deals with Kale and Sunders, the big defensive tackle, then Nathan Shepard on the same day, two interior defensive tackles. And also signing Jamal Williams, who was that was a really great move. And then getting a special teamer and Ty Summers, the linebacker. And then we talked about today with Blake Griffin, uh, Blake Gilligan and uh, adding a reworking Andrews deal and adding uh, Storm Norton and, you know, stuff like that. What's left for the Saints to do? Here's a couple of ideas. The defensive end. We talked about this as well. Saints uh, still have some issues to confront. We talked about the pass rush situation. I talked about the fact that. Uh, it's still kind of un- it's definitely uncertainty around the defensive line, which should be the strength of the Saints team. Cam Jordan in the final year of his contract, uh, you have two new interior defensive linemen. There's still going to be draft picks involved to help with the defensive line. And then on the opposite side, you deal with Tanu Passanio. Is he the guy? He's not a full-time starter for a full season. He shouldn't be for you at the opposite of defensive uh, position. Carl Gr- Granderson right now is the backup there. And, of course, you have guys like Peyton Turner. Now, Peyton Turner's a guy in his, what, third year now, and Peyton Turner has not been able to stay healthy. He's a big question mark, but still carries a first-round grade. So this is one of the seasons, like, you know, it takes the big guys a little bit to get going. But this is the, the season in which Peyton Turner has to stay healthy and show what he can do. But do the Saints go into the draft and look for a defensive end to kind of get in the mix, most certainly. you got to do that. Cam is on the back end of his career, and the Saints need to look at in the draft, perhaps in the draft, of finding somebody that can help them out there. So I'm not – I'm definitely for that. So that's something you got to look out for as well uh, in the draft. Wide receiver. Yeah, Michael Thomas is back on the restructured deal, but can you count on Mike Thomas to remain healthy for a full season? It's been a while since we've seen that happen. Him been fighting a, a bevy of different injuries – Hopefully and and positively thinking Michael Thomas can remain healthy for a full season for the Saints when we because when he's out on the field, he's super impactful, super, super impactful. So having him for a full year without any issues or missing games, you still going to need some insurance there for Michael Thomas. He's turning 30 years old. Uh, you know, sometimes your body gets to bang up and you don't heal quite as fast as you are. The Saints did hit on the goal when they found Rashid Shahid. They did do a great thing about getting Chris Olave there. But behind those guys, who else do you have? Jarvis Landry still a free agent. Do the Saints look to go back to him? Perhaps not. Maybe they move in a different direction. They do have wide receivers in this draft uh, that they can that can really help out the Saints. Traquan Smith still under contract. He's another guy you can't count on. Traquan Smith, he's so up and down. That is his pattern for being a saint. He, he, we talk about how good his blocking is, but nothing at all. You got to be able to block and catch the ball. Now, they do have other guys like Kirk Merritt and, and Quan Baker. 
there, but no doubt about it. The Saints definitely need to look at wide receiver at some point. And I wouldn't be mad if they got an, a veteran wide receiver in the second or third layer of free agency, uh, you know, uh, this year. Safety, and I talked about this often prior to this, is the fact that Tyron Matthews on the back end of his career, Marcus May, when he's there, he does a pretty decent job for you. He's still fighting legality. So, you know, the the uh, discipline from the league for the, the DUI situation from the Jets that he brought He'll be out for some games and also the fact that he missed six, six games last year. So with that being said, if you look behind what the Saints have with Marcus May, I mean, you have relative uncertainty. We know Alante Taylor can do different things for you, but really a lot of uh, question marks, including Smoke Monday, who has a lot of potential, but we don't know what he can do. Uh, JT Gray is a guy that play that is mostly, they gave him a three-year deal based on the special teams play. He's not like a, 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 um, a really good safety. Let me just say that he needs, he needs work that he does have good size and, he, and, and I like JT Gray, but he need to work on being a better safety when he gets an opportunity to play. And then of course we have a lot of free agents that's and that are, you know, that's that we're under contract that we need to do better from the, from the safety position. So no doubt about it. The saints most, most certainly should be looking at a safety in the draft. I wouldn't be mad if they looked at a, a cheap option for a veteran in free agency because they got quite a few of them out there, but you never can tell when you got a guy like Tyron on the back end of his career, Marcus may, you know, in and out of the lineup, you most certainly probably would do better to have a veteran safety and then maybe pick up a young guy in the draft down the line that can help you out into the future. Cause that's what it's all about. Kind of, uh, getting, you know, building up our defense with, with uh, smart moves and adding young youth to that defense as we move forward, because sooner or later we're going to lose some of our older, talented, still pro- progressive and uh, viable backup, uh, uh, not backups, but starters like a Cam or DeMario. So, you know, we just got to keep that thing together and build forward and keep it running and then running back. And of course, we know Elvin Kamara face will be probably more than likely facing discipline from the league. After this court case, we get Jamal Williams to help out. That's terrific. But what what's behind those guys? Do you get another veteran? We still do have Enu Benjamin and Derek Gore there, but we don't know too much about those guys. We knew Benjamin played scantily for the team last year. He showed some skill there, but or do you want to get a, Another player there to help out in the draft. Now, you mentioned Tajay Spears, who the Tulane had their pro day uh, and a few other backs that could that, there's a there'll be a bevy of backs available depending on where the Saints want to go. You know, and listen, you know, Tajay Spears, I don't think he goes, in, you know, in the first round of the draft like, you know, some of, you know, like, you know, we thought before, but you never know how some teams view him because he's a guy that has a lot of ascending talent and a lot of people view him and a, and a very high light. So I wouldn't be surprised if he would, he went in the second round. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the back of the first round. We was thinking some of this stuff before, like uh, before with some running backs and different boards have him at different places. And based on his running style, his style and what he brings to the table, that's very valuable in the NFL. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And he's not a one dimensional guy. He can do a lot of things for you. And that's that's a that's a premium on guys like that. So I'm expecting his his uh, his draft status to kind of rise as we get closer and closer to the draft. But there are several there are a ton of backs that's in this draft that you can get from the third round on back that can help the Saints in this capacity. So the Saints, but you never know, the Saints are are in the move and they adding some uh, some talent to the team. They could keep doing this because they have a little they have a few dollars. All right, moving to the linebacker position. This is obvious, and really, truthfully, we need to move the, the the linebacker thing. Is at five here on his chart. It needs to be moved up a little higher. It needs to definitely be moved up higher because when you're sitting with Demario Davis, who's chaired the inside linebacker position for the Saints since he's been here, you got Pete Werner there, who's absolutely fantastic. But Pete Werner is he misses a lot of games. You know, he stays banged up. He's productive when he's there, but he you know he misses a lot of games. That's how Kay Nellis was able to shine and get his 20 something million dollars on a three year deal with Atlanta. So where do we go? Is it DeMarco Jackson? We know Ty Summer they signed, but looking at Ty Summers mostly as a special teams player. DeMarco Jackson was a guy that was hurt last year. What does he look like? That's the question mark. Do the Saints do a similar thing that they did some time ago when they picked up Eric Wilson last year? Or do would they be a reunion with Quan Baker? Could it be something like that or a veteran in that class that will play for the Saints for the vet minimum, something that's not expensive, something on a prove it deal to kind of back up some of these guys and provide like a vet, um, you know, a vet feel to the linebacker position. But with K. Nell is going, the Saints most certainly should be looking at a linebacker. And of course, we do have Zach Bowen there. So with K. Nellis going, Zach Bourne slides in that position. Are the Saints big on Zach Bourne? Are they finally going to give him, you know, you know, pay attention to him? Well, Zach Bourne's been on his team for a while. This is the last year of his deal. Do the Saints say, you know what? We got Zach Bourne now. Let's see what Zach Bourne can do. Can Zach Bourne have a similar transformation like Kate Nellis did? Could he step up and be something? Well, guess what? Kate was a seventh-round draft pick. Kate, uh, 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 Zach Bourne was, what, a third-round pick? that the Saints actually moved up to go and get this guy, and he has not produced for the Saints uh, since he's been here. So is this the season where the Saints say, well, we're going to chill out on that because we have Zach Bowen. We're going to see what he can do. Because sometimes I forget he's there, man, for real. But Zach Bowen is there. Zach Bowen is there. Okay, and then the defensive tackle position, the Saints got two. Uh, supposedly people are saying starters. Starters right now, but I'm thinking after the draft, this could change a bit depending on who they pick up. But you still see those two guys there, Shepard and Saunders, um, you know. So they mentioned that Malcolm Roach could be a sign in as well. So, yeah, the Saints still need help from the interior defensive line. I mean, a lot of stuff got cleared out. They had guys that were free agents already, and then you lost, you, you lost your two starters there. So from the interior defensive line standpoint, you couldn't do – I guess you could do worse, but it, you couldn't, in my opinion, you couldn't do any worse than what we had last year when David on your mind and Shai Teller was together. They just got pushed all over the field. 
and we got ran on a lot. So the Saints switching it up like that and adding talent there and redoing the inside of the defensive line is a positive because we could we can't respectfully we cannot continue to have that level of incompetent you know play from our interior defensive line. We can't have that. We can't have people running on us to the tune of 120 something yards per game and uh, keeping drives alive. We couldn't have that having a defense to stay out there for five, six, seven minutes at a time and getting worn down. No, we have to be able to put the slam the door on them running up the middle. And I'm very intrigued to see other moves the saints made. Although I do like the Kalen Sanders move, and uh, Nate Shepard, I see him. I don't know if I see him as a starter there, perhaps of a, a you know uh, a guy uh, that is in a rotation. But I still think the Saints are going to move forward, like in the undrafted ranks in the draft, looking for guys to pair next to uh, uh, Saunders. So we'll see. All right, and then of course we talked about the offensive position, like guards. We we just talked about them redoing Andrews Pete. Uh, remember now the Saints five are still intact: Ryan Ramchek, Andrews Pete. Uh, McCoy, Ruiz, and Trevor Penning. That's the Saints starting five. And James Hurst is the swing guy. So he's there. So that's a positive. So when the Saints add uh, Storm Norton to the mix to compete with the rest of the guys there, that helps. Do the Saints keep doing that in the draft? Do they add another young draft pick there with Landon Young and the rest of this kind of help the Saints offensive line out, give them better depth pieces right there. So Pete restructures his deal, opens up more money. Remember, the Saints did re-up with Kelvin Throckmorton, and they still have Lewis Kidd there. So continuity and consistency so far with the Saints. They kept the offensive line together. The mindset is that as you know, them being together gives them uh, more feel, and they should be able to play. They should be able to play better or know each other's tendencies. So it should be better offensive line play. That's the mindset. But remember, any success is going to be had. The offensive line has to be able to be on the same page. That's the big thing. We know about Derek Carr and his ability to throw the ball on the field. We know about our wide receivers. We know about our running backs. But the offensive line, we need to focus on that too. The offensive line, keeping them together, builds continuity, which is a positive. Adding depth behind them also makes them stronger and you know bringing players there that's going to actually uh, force and have more competition is a positive thing. But the Saints will go as far as the offensive line and the defensive lines take them. And right now, the offensive line is showing some consensus, some uh, continuity there because they're bringing those guys back. Our defensive line has to rediscover that they must have that move because Cam is the only dude right there. You have passing you there and all that other stuff. But really, the defensive line is something we focus on. And it could look a little different come draft time. Tight end position. We know about the. Jawan Johnson getting his money. I love his success story. The fish man is behind him. And then, of course, uh, people are thinking that the Saints could look at bringing a veteran in similar to what Sean Payton tried to do when he brought Nick Vanette in uh, to try to steady or add a veteran presence to the Saints tight end room. But you have still have young tight ends. Uh, you got Taysom Hill in the mix. They call him a tight end. He does a little bit of everything. Uh, you have Lucas Crawl there as well, but a veteran tight end wouldn't be a bad look for the Saints, depending on who's available and for the right price. I wouldn't be mad at that, but this is uh, Jawan Johnson's job, and I expect Jawan Johnson to really step up this year for the Saints. And of course, this is what he looks at other things as well. What other moves with quarterback of the future? This could be something the Saints do. We talked about the offensive line in the center position. Do they add their fullback? Do they add some competition there? 
Uh, cornerback wouldn't be mad at that as well. You can always use a, a good cornerback, right? If injuries strike or something happen, you can always use a good cornerback. We signed Blake Gillikin and we got Will Lutz. And there's also competition with Will Lutz and Alex Quavito that they brought in to challenge Will Lutz because Will Lutz really struggled last year. So with that being said, this is just some of the ideas of places to go next for the Saints and free agency as well as the draft. Okay. All right, so let's move on to the next article right here. And these are some of the grades from some of the moves from our good friends at Saints Network. They called the uh, Saints News Network. They dropped some good information and talked about some of the news of how uh, our moves are grading the moves. And I did that. I asked the family members the other day, how did they felt about some of the moves the Saints were making? Please feel free to uh, fill the chat in and let us know how you guys feel about some of the moves the Saints are making. Give me a, you know, let me know. A, B, C, let's use the traditional grading scale a means excellent d uh f means you know you know what it means the opposite of a so y'all put it in the chat let me know how y'all feel about the moves the saints are making i mean all of the moves the bringing in the new interior defensive alignment signing jamal williams all of these moves together not separately but all together the restructuring of contracts the way they've handled it the speed of how in which they handle it overall what's the grade that you guys are willing to give the team put it in the chat I saw Nathan Shepard move. In my opinion, I think the Nate Shepard move was interesting. Like some of these guys, when you talk about them, means the Saints are doing their due diligence. A lot of this is tied to me looking at Jeff Ireland and his ilk because a lot of these, if you look at the free agency board of defensive tackles that's available, we knew it could be a reunion between the Saints and Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankins signed a, he signed a one-year prove-it deal with the Houston Texans for $10 million. So, we looked at it and we said that <laughs> boy, Lo is just full of hate, man. Lo is full of hate, man. Big Lo is in the chat and is hating and hating, hating, hating. Shout out to my brother Lo. He got D minus in the chat. He also, and just to reiterate for those who didn't see the this NFC South show yesterday. Low pick the Saints to finish fourth in the NFC South behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who just signed Baker Mayfield the other day. So hate, 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 hate. <laughs> ah, Big Low is, is he's he's breaming with hate, man. He's oversaturated with hate, man. Hate, 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 hate. That's low, man. He hating hard right now, man. He hating hard. <laughs> Uh, he hating hard, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, anyway, all right. Uh, anyway, uh, we get away from my dog, uh, low with the hate, man, with the hate, 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 hate. <laughs> uh, low is at the haters ball bag, big time with that crap, man. He at the haters ball bag with that one. Anyway. Let's keep it moving and grooving, man, as we move into the in this like and Nate Shepard, man, this, this is this smells of Jeff Ireland family for real, because if you look at some of the moves the Saints are making, these are moves uh, underrated people, man, to be quite honest with you, people that most people wouldn't even look at, man. They wouldn't even look at these guys, you know, they, we wouldn't even, you know, see these guys as, um, you know, as uh, as us pieces, we won't be thinking more high profile names. So it is what it is, man. So we're going to do that. So. So I've been. <laughs> Look. 
you know. Player haters ball. Oh man, hey, 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 man, you corny. That's for you, Lo. But anyway, getting back to it, man. The reality is a Nathan Shepard, man, is a interesting commodity. The Saints really looking hard for these guys, man, to be honest with you, and to bring him here. Big guy interiorly. Mixing them in with what we got going on. The Saunders move, man, in so many ways. When we look back at it, we was like, man, how did what what gave you the idea to go look at it? That's Jeff Ireland all the way, picking these guys that really, you know, that's good players, but they're under the radar. Like you're gonna look at the other big names before you even look at these guys. And then of course, we talked about the fact that the Saints needed road graders. They need big old guys out there. That would that's going to handle the business. Big guys that's going to stuff the run, and not only that, but guys that'll perform that that'll have a push there. But if you study the film on these guys, this is exactly what these big guys do. They big guys with high motor. They got a certain nastiness to them, and you know you got a guy like Sanders. He's only six one. He's six foot six one. He's three hundred and twenty something pounds and and agile. You know, it's violent hands and it, it takes a lot to stop these guys. So this is the type of people that you want to have that's inside. So, uh, yeah, the, the turn uh, Shepard was an interesting move there. But all of this smells of 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 Jeff Ireland for real. This dude is a Canadian product, man, from Canada. Third round pick 2018, commonly known as Shep around the locker room. Absolute worst case scenario. He's a strong part of the rotation for the Saints who has some upside to his game, a fresh change of scenery could work for him. And remember the Saints, every time they reach into Canada, every time they get, they venture to Canada, they find good players. Like, think for instance, when I speak in terms of defensive linemen, you know, you, you talk about David on right? But there was uh, the other big interior D I mean, the big other big guy, like Hakeem Hicks was the other guy we got from Canada. And now we get this fellow here, Shepard, and here to see what he's going to do. A third round pick, you know, so we'll see what the guy can do. And these guys are young guys and they're looking for opportunities to start to prove themselves. And Kalen Saunders is another dude. This is dude is six feet tall, 330 something odd pounds. Very nasty defensive interior alignment. Very nasty. Violent hands. High motor. Uh, hell bent on getting to the quarterback. And it's just going to be, it's not going to just be some guy that's just going to sit there and run. So when the Saints lose on Yamada and Shai Tuttle, I'm not going to sit up and say these guys are uh, uh, upgrades because we still is the, the whole process is not complete yet. You know, we still have to go through, you know, the, the, a couple of levels of free agency before we get to the draft. And then I still think the saints going to find another interior defensive lineman to pair with these guys to keep it moving. So strong high grades right here. Saunders gets the B they give uh shepherd a grade of a B as well, so I, it's interesting to see. Well, they actually they give Shepard. I mean, uh, uh, they give uh, Saunders an A, and they give B to Shepard. But this is another guy. Two, he won two Super Bowls with the uh, San Francisco. I mean, not with the Kansas City Chiefs. He played some reps for him last year. Was his best time, and they seen potential in him. And I was looking at a lot of what the Kansas City Chief uh, supporters were saying, and that they were very upset that this guy left. And and the fact that they were saying this guy is going to shine for the Saints. And if you look at his game, it does translate. Because that's what you want, a big, nasty interior defensive lineman with violent hands, a high motor, and a unrelenting mindset to get to cause problems and to get into the backfield to make stuff happen. 
these guys play. And then, of course, to both of these guys, they play with attitude in their game, not attitude out of control. But you don't want somebody out there half dead just going through the motions. So these guys will be a problem. And plus, they'll be more impactful when you add a rotation behind these guys. So moving on to another movement, like they see the AK-41 situation coming. We know we got stuff going on with him. So Jamal Williams, this was a wonderful move. You can't do nothing but throw up big A's for the Jamal Williamson's move, the money they paid him. This was a huge surprise for the Saints to get him because we I was thinking Miles Sanders and these Sanderson Sanders signed uh, on the same day as Williams did. But this was a big surprise for me that he came in here coming off a career year, 17 rushing touchdowns over a thousand yards, 4.1 yards per carry. And he's a guy that is going to fit well in the locker room, as they say. He's definitely an insurance policy facing for Elvin Kamara facing suspension. And he runs hard as a son of, you know, a son of a gun, man. Runs hard, has speed, use stiff arm. The guy, this is a really good back. This is probably the best backup running back that we had in New Orleans in some times because he can step into the starting lineup if you need him. Physical runner. Just terrific move by the Saints. And the type of money that they paid this guy for what he does, 17 rushing touchdowns, man, you can't sleep on that. That is phenomenal. And then you pair this guy with Elvin Kamara, man, when he finally gets through his discipline. This was a splendid move by the Saints. So not only getting the player, but the contract was a really great value, too, for the Saints. So wonderful moves for the black and gold right now. But then today's moves with the re-signing of Blake Gilligan and then reworking of Andrews Pete's contract. And then you talk about the good news with Marcus May uh, having his, his little charge down here thrown out. You know, it's not it's it's actually pretty positive if you look at it. So. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Let's move on to this uh, to, uh, over the track, uh, over the cap, excuse me, as they hit you with the Saints latest figures. Let me just refresh that as they added and factored in so many things. And they're showing right now that the black and gold is sitting eight, almost over 18, over 18 and a half million. Currently, 18 and a half million. The Saints are sitting over, I mean, in the in the black for the cap. So they're showing you that on over the cap. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. That the Saints are $18 million in the black. So that is a major positive for the Saints, man. Love, love that, love that, love that, love that. Let me go back to some of the grades the family members threw out there. As well as 504 code says B plus L says a minus Sam Hackey says B as well. Lori, shout out to you says B DJ D smooth B plus C at best says nocturnal buck talk. Okay. We expect that from buck man. <laughs> Big head slim said feel like a B. All right. High rise eight says B plus. So does brother Eric. All right. Uncle Paulie says I give him a C minus overall. They overpaid some of them guys. Okay. Uncle Paul is tough. Uh, Sam says uh, Q. B 
RD equals A plus 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 <laughs> defensive tackle equals C minus. All right. Ant Man says C plus. All right. So that's a couple of the grades from the family members. OG Jerry says that's an A plus in my book. So there you go. All right. OG keeping the trill. All right. So anyway, Jeremy says B minus on some of that. All right. So anyway, we're going to keep it going, man, and, and moving and grooving. Uh, DJ says B minus on that thing. Tron says uh, A plus plus. All right. Thank you, Tron. Shout out to you. So good moves by the Saints thus far, man. And, and of course, our Bucks. Uh, family members are a little sore because they people ain't doing diddly poo right now, as Jim Moore would say. They're not doing the damn thing. Oh, my bad. They signed Baker Mayfield. So, you know, they got a lot to be happy for. They signed Baker Mayfield and they feeling pretty good about themselves. Baker Mayfield is going to direct and lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back to the playoffs, man. You know, he'll step into the shoes of the late great Tom Brady and move the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into prominence once again. So shout out to uh, our Buck family members for listening to the stream. They're feeling pretty good about Baker flipping Mayfield. And you should, my friend. So, you know, that's big ups to you. <laughs> ah, yes, 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 my Bucks comrades. Must, yes, hey, yes. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, let's do a brief recap, fam. If y'all got uh, any questions, please feel free to throw them in the chat. I'm going to be going beyond an hour today, family, but uh, feel free to throw any questions in the chat and I will uh, do my best to answer them as we do a brief recap. Saints rework Andrews Pete's contract, which was a plaza- positive that keeps the line together. That's a positive as hopefully that'll lead to them playing better. The offensive line definitely leads to elevate their game. They help the Saints running game and passing game. Lines need to be strong to have success in the NFL. We know how that goes. Also, we talked about the resigning of Blake Gilligan. And they gave Blake his contract. Shout out to Blake Gilligan. He will be wearing another number. I think they're saying it's five, man. You know, it's five. Number five, he'll be wearing this. Derek Carr has that four. <laughs> so... Uh, but shout out to Blake Gilligan, another undrafted success story for the Saints. And he's been one of the most impactful undrafted guys we've had on the team. He's his coffin corner punting has put the pin teams back so long. So, all right. So there you go. And of course, the Saints also signed offensive alignment to a deal, a new offensive line. We brought just as a guy that will come in as a. Uh, backup, Mr. Storm Norton, former Ram, I mean, excuse me, Charger opting to sign with the black and gold today. That's something that's also reported on for some of the family members that didn't hear that. The Saints did also sign a, uh, a backup offensive lineman tackle to help the team um, uh, in the, these, the move forward with the team. And we'll see. We'll see how it goes. He's just a reserve man to help out. All right. And of course, good news here. Saints Marcus May has charges dismissed, just one of them, which is from the aggravated assault with a firearm charge. They dismissed that, which means he only has the DUI situation he carried from the Jets to be concerned about. We also went over uh, some of the moves the Saints made and uh, we talked about other moves from the Saints uh, wire. Uh, the teams could make uh, after some of the other moves that make what other moves are the Saints are, what other positions that the Saints need to go after to to improve. We went over that. We also talked about some of the grades that were given to some of the people. And we also went over the cap 
to check out currently, according to over the uh, cap, the Saints are 18.6 million in the black. So that is great news uh, for the Saints. So anyway, shout out to the fam. Sam uh, says Baker is really below average QB, not very good at going through his progression. Thanks for the signing. Oh, yes. No doubt about it. All right. Yeah. He says uh, nocturnal buck talk says I'm just messing with y'all. I do this, but y'all going to be sorry for real. Not not before you, bro. <laughs> if you think Baker Mayfield is taking you to the Super Bowl, brother. Hey, brother. It's something in the water out there, man. It's something in the water. All right. So there we go. All right. My dog says nocturnals are saints. <laughs> Permanent member now. Yeah, he ain't going to have nothing to cheer for in the next couple of years, man. But then again, you know, the Bucks are starting slow. Let's see what they do. I want to have some type of – I want. I don't want to just have a sorry team we beating on. You know, we did that for a while. Hopefully they can do something to become competitive, man, you know, and they might be just looking out at trying to do something in the draft. I don't know. I don't know what the strategy is it's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, but they kind of sold out, sold the future – uh, for the past, it kind of sold out to get Tom Brady and they got a championship out of it. So and they got some some winning ways out of it in the years that Tom Brady was there. And now it's back to what it was prior to Tom Brady being there. So it's almost like getting a shot of steroids. You know what I'm saying? You feeling good or a shot of sugar in your blood and you jumping in. You know, you got a sugar rush and then all of a sudden that, that shit done wore off. And now you back to what you was prior to getting. It. <laughs> so we'll see, man. But hopefully they can get it together, man. Uh, Willie says Bucks trying to draft OK Caleb Williams. OK, is that what they're trying to do? Wow. Oh, man, I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. No, I'm just telling you the real deal, bro. I mean, hopefully I, I want to see y'all get back together for real, bro, because uh, we, we like the competition. Trust me. L says the Saints have enough to make one more big move. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the Saints, um, you got to give them credit, man, for some of these things that's going on with the team, to be honest with your fam. I mean, you got to give them credit, you know, and we have some starch uh, crit- critics. You know, we talk about guys in the great Saint think tank, like Uncle Paulie that's seen it all before, like Sunshine Anderson. And I'm going to tell you one thing, man, he's not, he, you know, a lot of this, like you, you go into all the off season, right? Right. You go into the off season and you look at things, you kind of see it. And then you say to yourself, Damn, it looks it is it looks good, but we needed to translate into the you know into the on season when things count. So off season we bring in our talent. We just need them to take the positive stuff from the off season and bring it into the end season, so we can have the success we need to compete. That's the thing that we because the Saints had a pretty decent year in the off season last year, bringing in talent and it didn't translate. We have to do better than what we did last year. That's the bottom line. We have to do better than that. So hopefully that'll be the case this year with all this infusion of talent that we are bringing in. It has to translate into success on the field. All right. So anyway, this is some of this is the it's unofficial depth chart right now that I have on the screen for the Saints. You can see a lot of stuff is happening all around the team. Derek Carr, Jameis Winston deciding to stay. We still have Taysom Hill as a weapon. Kamara there with Jamal Williams behind him. Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shaheed, Kirk Merritt. Uh, you got Kirk, uh, Keith Kirkwood, Traquan Smith, Quan Baker. We're going to definitely get some more help there. Jawan Johnson, Troutman, Taysom is in that mix with Lucas Crawl, probably a veteran tight end sooner or later. Uh, we do have our starting five offensive linemen back together with James Hurst, the, James Hurst, the swing man there. Uh, Kelvin Throckmorton was re-signed. You see Star, Storm Norton right there added as well. 
to the mix, you still have Landon Young and Lewis Kidd behind them. And then de- from a defensive standpoint, Cam Jordan's there. You see both Saunders and Shepard there. They still need help interiorly, so more guys need to be added uh, to the to the depth chart. And more, probably another veteran defensive tackle should be added here, even though Passio can kick inside when you need him to. But the Saints definitely still need more uh, interior defensive linemen and another pass rusher, in my opinion. The linebackers, Pete Werner, Demario Davis, you see Zach Bowen is a guy right here that, you know, he slides into the position and depends on what the Saints are looking at because they did draft DeMarcus, DeMarco Jackson last year. They signed Ty Summers. They still have Nephi Sewell there. So do the Saints treat Zach Bowen like, okay, you know, I'm pretty sure they'll bring in a veteran guy, but does Zach Bowen get the opportunity to become what Caden Ellis was last year? Does the light go on for Zach Bowen finally? Because, man, we've been waiting on that guy, and I thought they would, they should have been putting him in the street, but they 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 must still have faith in him. And then going to the secondary, you see Paulson Adebo and Laddie Daddy, Marcus May, Tyron Matthew. They did three, gave a three-year deal to JT Gray. We still have Alante Taylor there, and then we got a lot of other guys right there as well. You got Vincent Gray, Troy Pride, Smoke Monday, Ugo Omadi, who they added as well. So, any in, as you can see, the Saints could still use some pieces. They're not done yet. So whether that's in free agency, maybe the, I expect them to slow down a little bit in free agency. I ain't thinking about them probably having any bigger and big name people they're adding there. So you'll probably see a few fill in players here and there until the draft comes when the Saints will do uh, some drafting to add some other talent to it. So we'll see how it all shakes moving forward. So, all right. So anyway, all right. Dre Day says uh, Mayfield signing made the Bucks fans go back to trash talking. They haven't been in the chat in a while. Well, I mean, you know, it's all right, man. Yeah, he, it's all right. All right. And Marlon Mall says, Q, when you doing a crooked, uh, not, I'm not going to do crooked, uh, uh, Marlon Mall, bro. I don't know a damn thing about it, brother. <laughs> hey, but thanks for asking. Hey, thanks for asking. Appreciate it. Gorilla Man Joe says, good job so far. Mickey Mouse Loomis. There you go. Hey, hold on now. Hold on now. Don't, don't, don't do that. You know, I'm, I'm doing what you guys want now. You ain't supposed to be throwing shade at me now. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing good. All right. So shout out to the fam. All right. Dre Day says, Zach Bowen need the only pass rush. Yeah. 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 He's still on the team, man. I'm surprised. Two guys I'm still, I'm surprised are still on the team. Zach Bowen and Traquan Smith. I ain't going to lie to you. Yes, two guys them still like, man, how are you still here? But they are. They are hanging on to the team. So, you know, there you go. All right. So anyway, that'll that's a few of the things that we got going on with the team so far, fam. So almost 200 of us in the building. Please feel free to hit the like button uh, as we get going. But listen, the overwhelming overwhelming thought process on the Saints right now is, in my opinion, is positive. Now, some people might other people might see it a bit different. But in the end, it's very positive. And not only just positive for the Saints, but very positive for the entire NFC South. Let me just be honest with you. You know, Tampa Bay is starting off slow, but they could be getting going in the back end of this next push in, into the second round of free agency. They can be, you know, start to get a little bit more active. But you got to give credit what credit's due to the Saints, to the Panthers. They've been active and to the Atlanta Falcons. All three teams have are moving with good energy. They understand the stakes of what's going on in the NFC South, and they're all about building their teams to make them stronger to compete for the future. And that makes for fantastic football, more competitive and better 
football overall for all three, all four franchises in the NFC South, because I think a lot of guys, a lot of NFC South teams took offense to people calling their division garbage, you know, like it doesn't count. So all these teams at the same time are attempting to build their team, build up their teams and make them better than what they were from last year. And you got to give credit to what credit's due. So they've done wonderful jobs and it'll make for really good football when things are finished and when we get to rolling through the camps and when the games start counting, it's going to be a better looking situation in the NFC South. So I I love that. I love the, I don't want to just have our team beating on everybody. That's not, you know, that's not fun to watch. You know, let's have some competition here. All right, so uh, inevitable shout out, fam says, uh, you know, you suck when your player just walks off during, during the game. Bruce Bro says, and watch Philly play our guys. We met cr- Crud with Davenport. Mm-hmm. Charles says, Q, did we sign uh, Chauncey Gordon? No, we did not, bro. We did not sign Chauncey Gordon or Johnson back. That is uh, bad information out there. That did not happen. Uh, somebody out there tweeting that the Saints resigned it or putting out there, and that's not true, bro. There is there is nothing linking the Saints and Chauncey Gordon and Johnson back right now, currently. Nothing on that. Matter of fact, uh, there are other teams looking at Chauncey Gordon and Johnson. To my knowledge, the Saints aren't in it. And if they're telling you they signed, that's bad information, bro. All right, so thanks for asking. Yeah. So anyway, with that being said, yeah, we're going to see, family, how it all goes, man, in the end. Uh, but we got to just keep pushing, man. We're going to do it. My doll says bucks, 3 billion over the cap. 504 says y'all don't be surprised if CD signed back with us. Uh, well, man, I wouldn't be mad about it, man. It's and uh, you know, the saints are showing me something like what, what they did with they, they, they mending fences. Like it was a good move. And I said this before, it was a good move for the saints to tender, Jameis an even better move for Jameis to accept the deal that he got from the Saints a restructured deal that was a good move uh for Jameis in part because Jameis could have left he could have left and became Tampa Bay's quarterback because I'm pretty sure if he'd hit for agency he could have I'm pretty sure they you know he would have had an opportunity to go there you know obviously but he stayed with New Orleans, which is a major positive. Didn't see that coming. That was one of the one of the shockers of free agency. I didn't contemplate that because I'm thinking James wants to be a starter. He still feels like he could be a starter. So the Saints and him mended fences, so to speak, with that situation. So um, the market for Chauncey Gardner Johnson right now is not all that beautiful, you know. And there are reports saying that he's not too crazy about the market right now. Was out there is not what he's looking for. So he could be sitting there for a little bit until somebody offers him something. Now, the Saints, this is their cap situation. They're 18 plus million dollars in the black after restructuring several contracts and making. And this is with all the moves that they factored in that this is where they say the Saints are. So we'll keep an eye on it. But the Saints could very well, if, if he wants to reunion with the Saints, this could be interesting. Cause we can definitely use uh, his ball skills and his temperament, but I just, you know, I, I don't know if that happens, you know, I don't know if that happens, you know, we'll see. The saints might have other ideas, but Chauncey Gardner Johnson, man, uh, he just wants his money. He wants to get paid. And in what capacity would Chauncey Gardner? I'd be interested in If you entertain the idea, we interested to see Chauncey Gardner Johnson come back to the saints, but, You'll have to pay him for him to come back here. And if you pay him that, would you pay him, bring him back as a nickelback or will you look at him eventually? Because if you bring him back, he's going to start. So where does that put Alante Taylor at? 
You know, where do you move a line? Because Elante Taylor is a second round draft pick. Wasn't he a second round pick? So you picking up Elante Taylor, you bring a Chauncey Gardner Johnson back here. Where's Chauncey play at? What do you do? Would you? Where does he go? You know. And that's what the Saints did. That's why they drafted Elante Taylor. He was insurance for Chauncey Gardner Johnson just in case that uh, they didn't agree on the money, in which they didn't. And he ended up in Philadelphia for peanuts, and the Saints went on with Elante Taylor. But if you bring Chauncey Gardner Johnson back, what happens to Elante Taylor? Where does he go? So, I mean, it's it's got to be a plan, and it's got to be a, a mindset of what plus, because these are, these are human beings, too. He's like, okay, I got the job, you know, and he – Chauncey was upset because you drafted him because he's seen it coming. You know, he was all up in his feelings at the press conference and stuff like that, talking about people, uh, the, you know, see him as a villain and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting up here talking about, bro, why are you even listening to this, stuff like that? Work on your game. But in the end, some people, that's what they, that's, they, they listen to the hate to drive them. You know, that's just what it is. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash usbp but i don't see a fit for chauncey like if you bring him back you gotta pay him and if you pay him where do you play him you know and like i said it just if he if they really wanted him they would have kept him they just wasn't comfortable with giving him that amount of money as a nickelback so i don't know man i would have to say no to that but it would be interesting to see him come back all right so anyway mike a says cd's not signing back with us not the way he left thank you bro all right. I'm shocked CeeDee's still inside. Yeah, that's the market's not good, Dana, for him right now. There was a report that he was talking about that, that they would make mention of. He's not crazy about the market right now for his services. So he might not be as valuable monetarily to other teams as he sees himself as, you know, despite the fact that he had all those interceptions. This should amount for something, but other guys have gone before him and he's still sitting there. So. You know, we'll we'll see how it is, but hopefully he lands on it. He's going to land on his feet somewhere else. But Cordell, shout out to you, fam. He says, Big Q, did you see how Chauncey Gordon-Johnson said about New Orleans last season? He ain't coming back. Yeah, 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 yeah. How him, yeah, how everything ended was pretty bad, man. How he left was pretty bad with the Saints. He sat down. He didn't want to practice. He only practiced half the way and all this kind of stuff, and it was just a bad look. He did the exact opposite of what McCoy did. And McCoy and him were on the same um, draft class. And I was like, the way McCoy, so when Chauncey wigged out, the Saints got rid of Chauncey, and then they locked in on McCoy, gave him his money. McCoy didn't even say a word, man. They turned Eric McCoy and gave him his bread. 
And I was like, yo, bro, if you'd handled it, handled it like that, I'm pretty sure they would have probably at least gave you something to the effect, you know, excuse me, fam. Anyway, uh, thank you for that, bro. Uh, 504 Coast says Taylor starts on the outside with Laddie. You put uh, Adebo behind Lad as insurance policy and debt. Good point, though, Q. Thank you, 504 Coast. Uh, Brother Marlon Moss says Q, the racquetball <laughs> tournament going on. I don't know about the racquetball tournament, bro. I know the NCAA uh, tournament is going on right now, and I put my bracket in. I don't know how I'm doing. I'm probably stinking it up right now because, you know, it's difficult to pick. To pick them suckers out, man. If you do that, man, you you probably it's probably easier to pick lottery numbers than it is to pick out the that uh that college that college basketball tournament. All right, so yeah, 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 no doubt. Dana says I heard Broncos was in. That's right, they are. Sean Payton interested in them, but I don't know. He says, but don't. She said, don't know if it went well because he tweeted the disrespect is real. No team seems to want to pay him what he's asking for exactly, and it's not like he's saying, look, do me a favor, give me this amount of money. You know, like I said, man, what you do with other teams translates, man. And and that's something that guy got to understand and learn, man. You know, he's a little too emotional, bro. You got to chill out. This is business. You know, and um, you sit when this, he sat down on the Saints like that. He didn't if he had not sat down on the Saints like that, I think he would have been given his bread. But it got really personal at toward the end. Things were saying the way he was behaving. He wouldn't practice. You can't do that, man, because you can't force him to the table it usually ends bad and it ended bad for him. They got him up out of here. Now he performed well for Philly, but why Philly ain't signed him? You get me? Why Philly didn't say, you know what, Chauncey Gordon and Johnson, we traded with the Saints and we basically got what, a one year rental for Chauncey Gordon and Johnson? He had all those interceptions and we just decided to let him go in the street. Or we're not going to re sign Chauncey Gordon and Johnson. What's going on there? So, you know, maybe the word is out with him to a degree. On listen, I'll give you this amount. And remember, when you hit free agency, you know, your market is your market. And teams have a way of like if they're in a bunch of teams running at you, like in free agency and your market, that's that's the thing. It's like you can hit or you can miss. You're still going to get broke off. You're still going to be a millionaire, but it'll be short of what you thought you were supposed to get. But maybe you didn't go to the table and say, listen, it ain't exactly what I want. But maybe let's let's put in the contract if I lead the NFL in interceptions, if I lead the team in tackles, if I'm second in the team or third in the team in tackles, you incentivize. You know, most contracts, they'll be willing to do that because that's incentive based. If I play a certain around, uh, amount of snaps, you know, you, you have incentives interwoven into the agreement on top of as much guaranteed money as you can get. And then you just have to do your very best to train hard and stay healthy to meet in in you know, reap the rewards of the incentives in your contract. Now that could be the case, but it also depends on his mindset moving forward because I don't think he he's not going to get that. And the Sean Payton is very familiar with him, but uh, you know, he might have to accept somewhere where he builds himself up and, and goes from now. He did a good job with Philadelphia. He got hurt, but you know, I don't know with Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I know that him coming back to new Orleans, man, I don't, I, that, that, I don't think that's going to happen. All right. So, uh, Jesse, what's up, sis? What up, Q? Uh, who that family? I hope, uh, yeah, PJ, Bradley, Roby, gone. <laughs> Be gone before the season begins or dollar store finance value. Yeah, PJ Williams, man. I don't know. PJ was banged up last year. All last year, man, we didn't see much of PJ. He was banged up bad last year. So, you know, we ain't see him very often. So maybe, you know, 
He he works for cheap, so maybe the Saints do bring him back on a cheap one year deal. They do stuff like that. You know, so we'll see. It's it's a, it's all a matter of time. Some guys they just get back. All right, so any uh let's see who else uh yeah, Dana said he said some negative things about Philly defensive coordinator let see. That let that uh, left to go and had head coach with the Cardinals. See, so you see, he's uh, a, he's he got a mouth on him. He, he too emotional. You know, he trying to rap and talk. And I'm like, dude, listen, I'm not against guys rapping and doing all that. But, you know, you got to remember, if you go into these teams, it's a certain image that they don't really want on the team. You know, like, for instance, maybe they will do a TSC Unleashed show about Ja Morant. What happened with Ja Morant? I'm pretty sure there's different. Uh, you know, mindsets or, or commentary or opinions based on what happened with him. Some agree, some disagree. But they're like, man, why they did that to him? It's, it's his stuff, yada, yada, yada. But you understand, when you sign an agreement with somebody and you get the money, the you are not, you are, and they had a book, and I hate to say this, but it was a book that a guy wrote many years ago. It's called Million Dollar Slave. He, talk, he was talking about the athletes and how everything goes in the culture of the professional leagues. But when you sign these contracts, a lot of the things that you thought you can do, you can't do. And you know that. So, you know, it's because you're attaching yourself to these people's brand and this brand's a part of even the bigger brand and they don't want their brand sullied. So if you violate and they feel like you violate conduct that's detrimental to the league, meaning you're, you, you, you're sullying their brand that they built up. That they're gonna they're gonna bring some pain on you. They're gonna take you out, take you out and out of games and whatnot. People are like, damn man, that's cold blood. He can't do it. No, he can't. And he know that. They know that because it's all in the agreements. Because you you're not your own person anymore. It's the same with the 360 deals with the music people. That's why it's always that's why I always preach to people about the power of being independent. You say what you want, you do what you want within the confines of the law, but at least you have that, uh, that power. Most people don't. You know, when you lock into somebody else or they brand, then you have to be subjected to the rules that they play by. And most of the people be subjected to the rules. Now, they got guys that like to pretend like they're not, but they're just pretending. That, that's the real deal, man. That is the real deal, Holyfield there. You know what you're dealing with here. You know. When you sign contracts and put pen to paper, they got lawyers on both sides. These people explain it to them, to you quite effectively. But a lot of these people, they're over emotional and they're more over, they're more emotion than business mind. And that usually gets them to up. So in the end, you got to handle your business, man. And it looks bad to have, you don't want to do business with a, a over emotional businessman or a person that's over emotion, over emotional. That's not going to work well. Because most of the times when you're in litigious agreements, logic is supposed to govern the day because the emotions don't serve you in cases like that. Instincts do, but emotion and being over emotional in situations where you need a great degree of logic dealing with litigious matters puts you at a disadvantage. You know, so so that that's the reality. So most of these guys, they understand that. And some of the people on our side, they don't. They think it's just because they got the money they can do. No, it don't work like that at all. And they'll tell you that too, the real ones anyway. All right, so anyway, let's keep it going. Professor says Eagle signed Greedy Williams. That might be the reason Johnson hasn't been signed. Thank you, Professor. Shout out to you. All right, Gorilla Man said they can blackball who they want. The league is big and, and small at the same time. That's right. You, you got to play by the rules of the league. So this is the reality, man. So, you know, when you come to the coma, I keep it real. I tell 
people the truth because a lot of people, some people know this, a lot of people don't know. It's like, man, they make so much money. Yeah, they make a lot of money, but it's a price to pay. It's a price to pay. It is. It's a price to pay for what you're doing. Now, you think they're going to just hand it over to you like that? It's a price to pay for everything in this world. You just got to make sure the price that you that they selling or putting on that paper or putting before you is worth you and what you're doing. If it's not, then you need to walk away. There's a better way. You know, it, it's a better way. It's a better way. This is a big, big, vast world. It's a big universe. And a lot of things people have to realize that more than one way to make it. You don't have to, you know, you know, put your name on that contract if it don't serve you. Anyway, with that being said, let me get out, get on out of here. I appreciate the family members for stopping by for this episode of the coma. Uh, listen, I love what the saints are doing. It's awesome to be real with you. I, I just think that the saints are, is doing a very positive job. The energy is doing good. Let's take this positive energy. They've done a, a pretty solid job of handling business with this, with the offense. Cause that was a big piece of it. The offense didn't carry its own water. Uh, this last year, the defense had to carry it for him. And uh, I think the, the offense is a better place than it was last year. No doubt about it. Now, the defense right now steals need, still needs help. The defense still need interior defensive linemen. They can use an edge rusher. They can use another linebacker. They can use a couple of DBs. You know, we can still use some things here. We can use some depth in our secondary. We can use some other things here. And we still have some motions to go. But the Saints signings setting themselves up for the draft where they can pick the best player as opposed to for a position. They'll do a little bit of both, to be honest with you. And let me tell you something. They'll be prepared when the draft comes, thanks to Jeff Ireland and his assistants. The Saints won't get they will get the right people. Let me tell you something. They talking to the right people, pipeline to certain right uh people that they're looking at. And and the Saints, man, they're gonna get some playmakers on that defense. You better believe it. They're gonna get some playmakers on that defense. But I'll be looking forward to the Saints this upcoming season, offensively speaking being relevant again. You know what I'm saying? Last year, we just was awful. We were just, you know, we were pathetic. If the offense had a few games of consistency, the Saints record would have been a hell of a lot better. We just stunk offensively and we had to rely on the defense to do this. And one of the worst things I remember last year was the fact that the defense was playing so well for the Saints that it had got turnovers on the, it had a sharp field and the Saints offense couldn't do nothing. They couldn't even get the ball. They couldn't even move the damn ball. It was on the short field. So, They've done a splendid job of improving what they had. They, they stuck to it and have continuity on the offensive line. That's big. Add some depth behind it. So every position that you don't have to fix from last year is a plus because you could just take what you have and build upon it. They can also move around in the draft if they see players that they want, you know. But, you know, the Saints are going to do a serviceable job in the, the draft, a good job in the draft, finishing out free agency. And, of course, we want to see then the transition from off season to end season successfully. Well, how, and we want to see all of these movements translate into wins because I'm, I'm happy they're making these moves, but make no bones about it. I'm smart enough to realize that this stuff has to translate into wins and more wins and more wins and ultimately getting back into the playoffs and being relevant there again. All this has to translate. So we got some time here. Be patient. They're making some good moves. You got to be happy about some of these moves they're making as opposed to sitting on their hands. So anyway, with that being said, let me get on out here. I, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening to me today. Please feel free, family. If y'all hadn't already hit it, hit the like button for me. Please feel free to subscribe. Shout out to the family members. 
they hit the subscribe button from the family members chiming in from the uh, NFC South uh, stream and from family members on the outside of the Who That Nation from other uh, family members. Shout out to you guys for, for subscribing. Also, feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed and let them know the sports cone, Big Q, and the Great Saint Think Tank is in the building. With that being said, I'm going to get out on that. I'm going to holler at y'all guys on the, on the next one. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all and who that. Yeah. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Fucking like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network. Right, the who that daily.com, your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So, if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Check out the pro 
Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.